Oh, hello, and welcome to Aldente Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. And I'm Dr. Leviathan. And we're here to discuss those internet stories most creepy and most pasta. Tonight we've got No End House. So for those of you tuning in for the first time, creepypasta are scary stories on the internet, very similar to campfire stories. Uh, the name comes from uh, stories that were copied and pasted across the internet and got slanged into copypasta, and the scary ones or the creepy ones are called creepypasta. So this one was also kind of uh, suggested indirectly to us, uh, or at least to, like I was perusing uh, some YouTube channels that do creepypasta and uh, found a top 10 underrated creepypastas and had it had a, uh, a listen and read or watch of it. And this one kind of just popped up or popped to me. So I decided to give this one a shot for this week. Force it on me? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, okay. So No End House um, starts off with a guy, like, which is almost like a disclaimer saying that his friend is a drug addict. And then... Yeah, which kind of has no point. Yeah, like he has a habit of drug abuse and then kind of goes into, like, they were friends during college until he dropped out. And then they were still friends online and stuff. And But he was a flake, so he'd, like, be weeks without uh, notice, like, talking to him on Skype or whatever the, um, uh, the chat was at the time. And uh, the one day he, he comes on to the chat... And actually starts a conversation saying, it's like, hey, dude, have you ever heard of this place called No End House? There's a $500 reward, but it's super scary. Like, I freaked out. Like, you don't want to go into it. So, the guy, of course, uh, being a post-college graduate, needs the money. <laughs> uh, and wants to give this a go and doesn't believe this friend when he says that, like, not to go in it and whatnot so it's very close to his house it's like four kilometers i believe or four miles uh from his house he says in the story Regardless. yeah every Doesn't matter yeah i'm sorry uh and he drives out there and walks in and it's almost like uh, I, I guess it's like a like a manor or something like there's like a home like the main entrance is like a lobby with a desk and stuff uh but he goes into a room with the with the with one on it and then it's it's just kind of normal and your fanfare. He goes into the second one. It's very it's a little bit more added on. There's a fog machine stuff. Um, and then he goes to enter the third room and he kind of gets like this weird feeling. But he goes in anyway, and it's just this plain room with a chair in the middle. But the shadows are all wrong, and it freaks him out and terrifies him. Um, and apparently this guy has had a habit of hallucinating when he was a child, so he felt the same, felt that kind of same thing. So he apparently does some steps that he did when he was a kid when he was hallucinating to open the door. I think, like, was he, like, shut his eyes and then, like, turned and went back or something like that? No, he no? just looked away and... Oh, yeah, he just he looked, looked at the door. Like, he turned around looked at the door because he's like, ah, oh, because he freaked him out. He didn't do anything particular he just went about it like okay he was so, freaked out but yeah all right but and then he it's not like he was like okay i gotta <laughs> do what i did when i was five okay <laughs> yeah um okay fine um so he goes to the fourth room 
and it's essentially a sensory deprivation chamber because it's like all the light has been removed out of this room. The door closes behind him, and he can't like see himself. He can barely hear himself. That's exactly what I thought it was like. You know, people pay good money for this sensation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what I wouldn't give for an hour of this a day. <laughs> yeah, and so he, like, starts freaking out because of that. And he uh, thinks that there's something in the room with him. And so he's just, like, trying to find a door. And he finds the door, and he opens into the fifth room. The fifth room is a forest. Like, there are trees and foliage, and there's bird sounds and insect sounds. And the you can't even see the the ceiling. It's a forest, except for the floor. Yeah. It's the same flooring as throughout the house, which... That was actually a really cool image. I know, I, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I've tried to imagine, and I'm just like... So are the trees in pots and shit? They just, you know, like, growing out of the floor? Because, I mean... One, okay, it doesn't really look like a forest, and the other one should get more of a reaction out of you. Yeah. Just I know, yeah, I know, I know. Personal opinion, yeah. right? Like, like I'd be walking into that as like, like, is this like the greenhouse of the of the house? But like, yeah, like, yeah, is it potted? Like, did they? They don't mention that. No, it's so it's, it's not just stated. Kind of, I'm assuming that they're just growing out of the floor, but yeah, that's the imagery I he got. Doesn't was just get, like, Whoa. He doesn't give you the right reaction for that. Yeah, exactly. Because that's messed up. Yeah. Um, and as he goes further into this forest room, um, he starts hearing animals and bugs and stuff like that, but he doesn't see anything. Um, and then he starts getting bitten by bugs. And then at this no, point, he also says... crawling on him. Hmm? He doesn't get bitten by anything. They're, uh, they're just crawling, crawling Oh, I thought it was mosquitoes. Yeah, but they're just crawling on okay. him. Okay. Uh, as they're mosquitoes, yeah. but he never sees them, so for all we know, they're millipedes. That's true. Uh, and he also knows notes that uh, at this point that he's not a druggie and he's never done drugs. So this is all real. This is like this is happening for reals, guys. <laughs> um, and so he starts here. Yeah, so he starts seeing like feeling these insects crawling all over him, and but he can't see them, and it's freaking him out because he doesn't like bugs. And so he drops and crawls around um, to try and get them off, and he eventually finds the next door. Uh, room six is identical to room three, but with the right shadows. Um, but now there's no doors. Like, even the one behind him that he just, um, came through no longer exists. There's just these walls. And so, in his kind of, cre uh, creeped out state, he starts scratching at the walls, trying to get, find a door. Um, and he's just scratching and scratching. And then suddenly he hears a little girl's voice behind him saying, are you okay? And he turns around in shock, and he wishes he hadn't because he sees a little girl in, like, another nice dress and stuff like that. But then in the same space as she is, there's this, like, demon creature. Um, which is just kind of what I got out of it. And there's a, there's a description of it, but that's essentially what I felt yeah, like. Yeah, he goes was. on for a long time trying to make sure you get it <laughs> when I got it right yeah. away. And I was just like, okay, shut up. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then it starts, it and she starts saying, like, warning him, like, you shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have come here. You shouldn't have come here. Like, just constantly repeating it. And he even says his name, like, David. So we know who the who the character's name is now. Um, totally flips out, uh, tries to get find a, get out of this room, like, eventually finds um, etched in the wall a, a, a rectangle, like a door, 
um, and goes for it and pushes out of it, and he's out. He's out. Of, he turns around and he's out of the front door of this house. So at this point, he's just done. Like he gets home, gets into his car, drives home, walks up, uh, walks up to his room, uh, goes to get a shower going on. Thinks it's weird that his cat Baskerville freaked out at him when he came in, but he's not paying that any mind. And then he goes down to the living room, and there are his parents, horribly mutilated and dismembered. Like, their limbs are separated and lined beside them, and their his, their heads are on their chest, staring at him and smiling. Um, a very unnerving scene. So, he uh, freaks out at that, <clears throat> but then he also notices that there's, a, there's a door that was there that wasn't there before. And uh, as he approaches it, um, the heads start smiling wider, and, like, it sounded like the, the hand started, like, crawling toward him. So he's just trying... At this point, he just bolts to the door to get away from that whole scene. And he enters uh, room number eight, which has a duplicate of himself sitting on a chair like the one in room six and three, whimpering uh, before him, asking him not to kill him. Uh, just over and over again, like, don't hurt me, don't hurt me, don't kill me. Um... And it's just, he's just sitting in the chair, and he's like, well, this guy's exactly like me. This is really fucked up. It's exactly the same, wearing everything, except for there's a patch on, like, a rectangular patch on his, uh, on his shirt with the number nine. And then the guy, and then David notices there's a knife under the chair. And he picks it up, and it's, a, there's a note on it saying, uh, to David from management. So... He kind of he kind of figures out what he has to do. He doesn't want to do it, but he figures out what he wants to do. And then this other version of him um, gets up and gets angry and like attacks him. And eventually, David stabs David, uh, or David with the nine on it. Uh, and blackness fills the room, and David is David the the real David is now floating in in dark space. Um, and he's there for like an eternity and sounds like it. And then suddenly the, a light at the end of the, there's almost like a light at the end of the tunnel and he's suddenly has ground under him. So he walks to it and he's in the lobby again. <laughs> um, and this time there is a envelope on the uh, desk of the lobby. Goes to pick it up. It has his name on it. Looks at it. There's a letter congratulating him for pa for going through no end house, and then giving him five hundred dollars. So he just starts laughing uncontrollably, all the way into his car, all the way to home, all the way till he gets home. And then even as he notices that there's a small ten on the door, and then he opens the door and the and the story ends. About there. So, he doesn't even open the door. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, there's just there's a ten there, and so that's no end house. Um, had a lot of really cool visuals in it. it I really was, did enjoy. It was well described. Yeah, wasn't too scary. I mean, it was. Oh God, no! No, it was actually really bland. Yeah. I, as far as I was concerned, I was. I was reading it and I was like, okay, I'm not... It was a very... I don't get what his panicky deal is here. 
Yeah, no, like he just suddenly like he just described that he ha- suddenly gained a. Uh, <coughs> sorry, it's good. He just he just described like that he'd have like a sudden sense of dread as soon as he like saw the rumor he saw it but like nothing actually like evoked that like it was just something that would just appear in his mind it was a very dreamy like almost like dream or nightmare logic kind of thing where like you just you know that you're supposed to have that kind of thing so you have that thing and even when he described like you know scary things i was just like Meh. yeah I mean, like, some of them were, they weren't really all, none of them were really scary at all, except the little girl, which, I mean, little girls in horror stories are generally scary, or freaky. Not to um, me. Well, not to you, but, um. I don't know, it just, there was nothing overly frightening or creepy in this you, whole story for me. Yeah, but I mean, mind you, if you, put, if you were David in that situation, that would be a very freaky situation. What, like, you're going from room to room and no, and like reality is changing around you like that doesn't you don't okay fair enough <laughs> there, there's it's not eh. okay like when okay room seven is it where he wakes up or where he goes home and yeah has a shower and then you know goes down and his parents are dismembered and then he sees the door it's like okay that would almost be terrifying if that door wasn't saying he's still in the house. Yeah, like yeah, no, that's yeah, because they do describe it's like what what had happened. Like I, I I was gone and then I like I don't even live with my parents anymore, and so it's just like like that. That's that's that right not there. scary because you know it's BS. Yeah, like you know. But if that door had not been there, that would have been so much creepier. <laughs> Maybe. Um, because, well, because, like, oh, or if it had, like, left right there, because there's, just, I don't know. No, because it couldn't leave right there, because there's still two fucking rooms left. Fair enough. Okay. Um, it, it's just, it wasn't, I was like, okay, you have to know you're still in the house, and you have to know that those aren't your parents. And yeah. then, after that, in room eight, he's got to stab himself. But again... After seeing what All clearly the... wasn't his parents... That's clearly not you. That's clearly not you. What would have been better is if they had had something different in room 8, and his mother sitting on the chair in room 9. Yeah. Or, sorry, room 7, seven. and 8. Yeah. You know the rooms I meant. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you because you. then it's like, okay, is this somehow really my mother? Because, you know... Like, I don't know. I think, I honestly, could... I think dead relatives would have worked better earlier Spaced in the... Spaced across the it, room. Well, earlier, earlier in the house. Yeah. Because um, he's already, well, experienced, like, far beyond the, you know... Okay, this is going to sound like I have just no heart, but after the mundane horror of, you know, dead parents mutilated and dismembered on your living room floor, compared that to a room of forest, it is actually pretty mundane. You know, well, I, 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 mean, I was in a room that was a forest earlier, so I... I'm not really surprised like, I couldn't that... Fi- I couldn't find the walls or the ceiling of this room 
it like like I was like I was in another world, and then suddenly I was out of it, and, then, and now I'm back in the real world. And oh shit, my parents are dead. That's not. It's a little bit. It's a little bit more grounded in reality. Is yeah, what that is. If they had tried to play that card before going to surreal land, yeah, it might have worked. Like maybe, but you, yeah. Just the order, like, you know, oh, I'm in a room of, you know, complete blackness where I can't even hear me alive. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, that's not an experience you can get in the real world. So clearly, the laws of reality are not working for him, like, where he is. Yeah. He know he's got to know that. You've got to know that. The reader sure as hell knows that. And I mean, you know, throughout the next couple, and then, oh, dead parents. Like, I'm not Bruce Wayne. Doesn't work on me. Yeah. You know, like, yes, dead parents. Trust me, that's shitty. Yeah. Especially if they're, like, still smiling, staring at you. Like, that's freakiest. That would be freakiest. Yeah. But it would have been a lot worse had it have been before the clearly not grounded in reality shit. Yeah. Like, Just yeah. Just my opinion. No, yeah, I, I can understand, like, if you want, like, I mean, they could have, like, had him go through, like, the first couple, of, like, maybe the first two uh, things or something like that, or have it, like, be mundane the, almost the entire time, and then, like, on one of the, like, later doors, he opens it up, and um, he's back in the lobby, and he figures he's done, and then he goes home, and then that happens, and then realizes he's not, he's not out of the house yet. And then that's when it kicks off. That that should have been where it got elevated to no longer following the rules of reality. Yeah, exactly. Like, that um, should have been the starting point. It's just... It escalated... It also became more personal fast, to fast. And then... Well, yeah, but... Like, it... it it didn't follow the rules of escalation. It no. tried to go back and forth because... You know, when or, you try to get personal after you've already shown that, you know, you're not real or that reality doesn't matter to you, it's like, okay, well, those clearly can't be my parents because you don't have to follow reality in this realm. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, and then the next room. Well, I just saw my parents mutilated on my living room floor, so I'm pretty sure I can stab myself. Yeah. You know? I gotta do what I gotta do, theoretically, after nine rooms of this shit, I'm gonna be done, and I'm gonna get to go home. Presumably. <clears throat> and even if you're not, well. But, I mean, like, like I mean, the, the, just say, showing, like, his, like, mental state of this, through, like, from the the start of the weirdness to, like, this point, like, I mean, you're saying that, like, like oh, yeah, like, dead parents wouldn't be a problem, or, or, I mean, it would be a problem, but it wouldn't, I mean, like, you'd be able to figure out that it's not real and some of that. That's a logical mind. I mean, this guy is starting to get more and more paranoid, more and more frantic as the story went on. So, I mean, he may not be thinking straight. Yeah, but us as a reader is. I just don't understand why he is. Maybe he is on drugs and he's just been lying the whole time. (laughs) But yeah, no, there was definitely like I I liked. uh, I liked the 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 house was very nightmarish in terms of its like the scenery and some of that. I liked how it. I, I did kind of like how it was personalizing against him. Like, like, it gave the house almost like a personality. Like, it made it, like, or it, like, it was trying to torture or torment him specifically. I hear you, but... 
And it seems to be doing that. It does it that for every person. It also seemed like it took, when it started doing that, it seemed like it took a step back because of, like, just the scale of what it had done before. Yeah, like, I mean, you went from, like, deprivation to creepy demon child to forest. Or, sorry, forest to demon child. Um, and then all of a sudden you start getting, like, personal and... I'm just like, it just seemed illogical for the house to be pro- to progress in that manner. Yeah. Um, also, I get the distinct impression that this house doesn't let people go. No. Yeah. I don't. So think this... how did his friend fail? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Huh. I think we just found <clears> a plot <throat> hole. <laughs> oh, it, it, I didn't find it. It's sitting right there in front of you. <laughs> Like, maybe it doesn't like druggies. <laughs> it's like, no, we'll let you go. You're 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 unclean. But you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, there's no explanation for that. Yeah, it was. It's it's well, it's the same thing that you get with like a lot of horror stories where it's like a friend of a friend of a friend um, told me this, and it's like, well, if they didn't, uh, if that person, and then the story revolves around somebody who didn't escape. Yeah, but if it it's a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend, it's an urban legend. Because right, odds so yeah, are, this... a couple of those people don't even exist. Yeah, it's true. So, yeah, with this, it's like direct now, communication between the, actually, two people. Well, here's the thing. What if here's another, here's something I posed to you. He talked to his friend over chat. Unimportant. Not stated that it's not the friend. I you know. You are led I'm to just, believe. Just... I can only go with the facts I have. Okay. You are led to believe that his friend tried the house and failed. You are never, at no point, is it hinted that that's not his friend. All right. I'm just saying, like... I know what you're saying, and I but know... you're saying it without any evidence. Fair enough. So, there's no grounds for reasonable doubt on that. Okay. What it is, is that his friend tried it, his friend failed, and yet this house and seems yet... to want to keep... Yeah. It's victims. So, uh, the other thing, like, yeah, like, it was very, it was definitely a very formulaic story, too. Like, it, I've seen, like, I, even when I was reading it and listening to it on, um, uh, Mr. Creepypasta's site, uh, I was finding, like, very, like, it was like, I was being able to pick out tropes, like, all the tropes. Like, the fact, I, the fact that, like, it, uh, the, the main character goes to this place, uh, after being told by a friend, somebody who had experienced it. Go like just the a lot of the haunted the, a lot of the things you get in haunted house stories, but I mean it doesn't really detract, but it's just something that I noticed when I was reading it was that has a very formulaic horror haunted house kind of story build. You say formulaic, I say it uses what's tried and true. Yeah, well, the, and like I said, <clears throat> like or like I said there. Formulaic isn't a bad thing. It's just like that. I just something I noticed when I was reading it. It's like, oh, okay, so it's one of these kind of stories where the house is actually, uh, like, actively trying to mess with the character. I don't know. It's just something I noticed, and so I took note of it. Yeah, but when you say it, you make it sound like a bad thing. <laughs> what? When you say it, when you use the word like trope and formulaic, it sounds like a bad thing. Whereas. To me, it was just going with a proven method, which, you know, sounds a lot, well, to me, anyway, sounds a little less, you know, attacky. Okay, fine. 
little bit less negative yeah. connotations to it. Okay. Well, what did you think of the, the writing for it? Like, was it well written? Uh, yes and no. Um, guy paints a picture with words really well. I could see a clear image every time. I can't remember. Um, was it last week's with where the all you got was generic visualization? Yes, yes it was. This is the exact other side of that coin. That is, this is just clear image. Um, you know, I'm sure you and I were seeing two very different things because that's how it works. But I was seeing very distinct, very clear images for everything. Yeah. And it flowed in my mind very much like a movie. And... It was just, it was wonderful for that. Mm-hmm. It also got a little okay. I get it, you know. Stop kicking the dead horse. It's not going to give you another mile. It's uh, yeah. There's a like. It's really helpful with the details on it. Yeah, almost to its <clears throat> detriment, really, because I was just kind of like, okay, I get it move on to the rest, like, move on to the next bit. Yeah. I'm done. I'm done here. I don't need need it. Next room. But it's still fucking describing it, and I'm just like, oh. Yeah. Or it's finished describing it, and it says something happens, and it goes back to describing what you already saw. Enough. I'm done. Yeah. Exactly. It just, yeah. It wasn't... Sometimes it just wouldn't shut up. <laughs> Fair enough. Kind of like me. Um, now this one... Like I said, I got it off... I um, grabbed it off of a... Um, uh, off of a YouTube video... Uh, of uh, top ten underrated... Pastas. Uh, and I'll leave the... I'll put a description... I'll put it in the description... Uh, who I got it from. It just escapes me right now. I actually did some more further, like, looking into it. I didn't read any of the other ones, but there's apparently, like, three or four sequels to this uh, that other people have written, and not just the, not the same guy. From, or maybe it is the same guy, but there's been a couple of them that oh, were... I certainly hope that they are the same guy, just because... Oh! If, any, if it was someone else, it won't be as good. Yeah. Odds are, anyway. Yeah. Because there are just more people writing these things that, you know, suck, at least as far as what you've, you know, put on my plate to read. So, this guy's good. So, if other people are writing this idea, well, they're not going to be as good, probably. Yeah. Um, you never know. They might be. But, I mean, <laughs> nine times out of ten. <laughs> That's not true, but... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like I said, they they may be written by the same guy. They may not be. I didn't go into that much detail. I just took note of it um, for the end of this. Then why'd you bring it up? Because the show, the show that there is again another legacy thing. Because that's what uh, a majority uh, like some of these stories end up generating more like stories uh, based off the same thing. Yeah, there's not a whole lot else other than that. I mean, there's the weird. Uh, it was just yeah the weird thing about like the guy have the the guy just noting that his friend was a druggie. <laughs> well, 
Well, I mean, <clears throat> I get why you know it. I don't get why it was mentioned. Yeah. Like, it really seems to have no bearing on I think the story. The only reason, I think, well, they, he tries to explain in the story that he, the reason why he's bringing that up is because he, uh, or like, it, he, he, his friend's a druggie, so he's not going to believe him that this, this house is haunted because he was probably just high when he went in. Or he could just be a skeptic. That's true. Your friend doesn't have to be on drugs for you to not believe him. That's true. That's that's another way to take it. I don't believe most of the shit you tell me. And so far as I know, you have never done an illicit drug in your life. So. Yeah. Keeping that record. Okay, yeah. So he could have taken the different road and done just like the guy's a skeptic, so he didn't believe his friend when he said, Oh man, there's this crazy haunted house on the end of town that. Is Which to me fun. says it didn't need to ha- it need didn't need to be there. Yeah, I I don't know why it's there. It makes no sense to me. It just seems like more information than I need. Yeah. Well, this story is all about giving you as a ton of information or at least descriptions of everything. Yeah, but you don't you don't get information really. You get information of the de- of the details of the ho- of the rooms and some of that. Yeah, that's details. You don't get information. That's okay. the same thing. No, though. it's not. Because information would be where does this guy work? What was his major in college? Those are what still are details. his parents? No, that's information about the individual. The walls are green. Is not information. That's details. My friend is a drug addict. That's information about the friend, not the surroundings. So details are just descriptive information? Yes. Okay. You know what I mean? It's helping you paint the picture. His friend being a drug addict does not help me paint a picture. Fair enough. Okay. Because he's not in the goddamn story. Yeah, Yeah, he's not at all. If it had have been, like, if this had have been, you know, his friend... The heroin addict, um, his run through the house, then I could understand that because you know what? Now I could just be like, okay, bam, he looks like a heroin addict. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I just, I didn't need it. Fair enough. Yeah, kind of like how we didn't really need the information for, I mean, I suppose, I mean, it was, it was nice to have, but I mean, like, we really didn't need the information about, like, oh, my cat. Whose name is Baskerville, by the way. Uh, yeah, like that kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> things like that. They're just like thrown out there for no real reason. Just didn't get it. Yeah. All right. Um, would you recommend this one? Uh, yeah, I actually, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, yeah. all of its problems, you know, they're still there, but. I enjoyed the read. Um, honestly, I think it really should have just gone through again another draft, a, a, a harder editing, just because it's fairly well written. So it kind of feels like it was edited. Yeah, but I feel like it should have gone through a harder edit to try and you know scrape off more of the rough edges and whatnot. Just yeah. kind of sand it down a little bit in places. Like, the cat. I mean, you don't need the cat's name. 
don't even you don't really even need, need the cat. The cat. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it was kind of like you the fact that it, it hissed like at him. You knew he was still in the house at that moment. So it was a foreshadow, or to what was to come. But it was also a blatant foreshadow. Like it was like for the reader, it was like okay, it, yeah. So it's so. like oh, you're still in the house, and I mean, I didn't even have to check the scroll bar on the side of the screen to know that I wasn't done yet. Yeah. <clears throat> Because, yes, yeah, sometimes I do that when these things drag on. I'm just like, fuck, when are you going to be done? Yeah. Um, but that being said, those moments in this one are, well, for me, they were kept to a fair minimum um, to the point where I was still enjoying myself. Um, this actually felt like uh, almost like one, uh, one of the later uh, Hellraiser movies. Okay. Where you know, you've got you're following a person, and they're in hell. Ah. Just kind of a fun little thing. Um, so yeah, on that level, it was kind of extra fun for me. Yeah, yeah. No, I I definitely recommend it because I just liked the the imagery it created, like for you, like to go from room to room and stuff. Um, and I do like like how I mean, the escalation was a little zigzaggy. Yeah, but. It did have uh, the overarching like I- like idea for the story was very interesting to me. Like the whole like he's not getting out of this. <laughs> like he he's he's hoping like praying practically. But yeah, it's one of those stories where you know like like by the end it's like uh, well and, and then realize when he, when he gets home there. and you know there's the ten in the door or on the door and it's just like that was because throughout the majority of it I was like man this is like. Right out of the like this, right out of Hellraiser Inferno, where you know you just keep going, and every time you think you might be done, you're fucking not. Yeah. And every time you think you might have a grasp on the situation, no, you don't. Yeah. <clears throat> and then you know to get home, and you see the ten there, and I was just like, wow, it really just is like the end of a Hellraiser movie. Yeah. I was really, I enjoyed it. Um. You know, like, all of the things I've pointed out, yes, they were there, yes, they bugged me, um, but at the end of the day, I still enjoyed it. Yeah. So, you know, to, well, have, we have, these to have so many flaws, but to still be enjoyable, that's great. What I would have, what I would have, well, what I would like to see in general is something like this where it actually got cleaned up and was just, you know, had those edges smoothed and, yeah, you know, just better. Yeah, if it was like somebody had gone in and like done some a little bit more reworking, retooling, or not retooling, but reworking on it, like yeah, just recognizing what needs to be there and what doesn't need to be there, realizing okay, I put this in for me, so I'm going to take it out because I'm not writing this for me. Yeah. You know, like, I put it in there because, yeah, I'll get a chuckle out of it later when I edit. But then you edit it out. Yeah, and maybe sometime um, we'll, uh, like, a couple episodes, like, maybe down the road we'll do, we'll take a look at the sequels for this one. Um, Just to see what, how, like, see what happened. I know you're you're shaking your head, but we we will probably end up doing that. <laughs> so yeah, we both recommend it. You can check it out at creepypasta.wiki. 
Uh, it's no end house. Uh, no end is one word. For some reason. Yeah. Um, I checked it out also on the uh, YouTube channel of Mr. Creepypasta. He does a beautiful 40-minute video uh, or audio reading of it God, with really? music, with creepy music, sound effects, everything, the whole shebang. It sounded amazing. Um, and, yeah, give it a shot um, if you haven't been spoiled enough by our discussion. Um, this... Some of them, with our rundowns, we ruin everything. Like, and then sometimes we... Because, basically, the story is exactly what we said, but we... For this one, we can't convey the imagery that was... Yeah. You know, set up for you, so... Yeah, you can't, you can't simply, like, listen to us and not read this and not have the same... And, and get the same thing. Like, if you read this, you'll get so much more out of it. Yeah, it's there. There's obviously no comparison between our rundown and actually reading this. Yeah, exactly. So, even if you like, if you're a constant listener and you're like, "Well, you know what? I don't feel like reading this." Fine for other ones. This one, go read it. It was fun. Yeah, definitely. Or at the very least, go listen to it. Because, again, there's there's several readings of it online uh, if you don't feel like reading. Um, which, I mean, if Audible has taught us anything, people would uh, like would just as much well like to listen to something being read than to read. <laughs> and yeah, we are on iTunes, and we are on YouTube as well, uh, at El Dente Rigamortis. And if you liked what you heard, leave us a comment uh, in the YouTube uh, comments. Or send us a review on iTunes. Uh, leave us a comment anywhere you're listening to this podcast or you've acquired this you, podcast. Or if you've read one of the future, like one of the other No End House stories and you think that I'm completely off my rocker not wanting to read them, tell me your opinion on that. Yeah. Let me know which ones are worth my time because, honestly, I just... <laughs> I can't confirm that they're written by the same guy, so I cannot say that I should read them. Yeah. Uh, and you could send that email, uh, or uh, message, to uh, to our email at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com, where you can also leave us other suggestions for show, uh, for show material, like other pastas and whatnot, um, and tell us how we're doing on the show. Why not? So, until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. And I'm Dr. Leviathan. And this has been El Dente Rigamortis. Sleep well.